What's up, Chris? What's going on, Scott? Nothing. I really can't barely hear myself, but we're going to play. It's been a little while, so we're... Oh, there we are. That's better. So, God forgive us. It's been... Oh, it's been a while. Yeah, it has. <laughs> that it has. God. Well over a month. Well, but we will tell everybody on, you know, where we've been and what we've been doing and... You know, it's unfortunate that it's been this long, but it, it might be as long and as boring as the Hobbit series because it is a journey that we've been on. It's uh, definitely been a so. The last thing we had, we had Ty on last time, right? We Ty did. came in, uh, so that was being schooled by a twelve-year-old. We were talking about uh, airplanes, if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, there was a lot. And then we, for his birthday, we sent him that uh, the link. His mom was supposed to bring him to aviation show. It turns out that they were just planes on display, like nothing flying, so they didn't go. You give me the look. I was I was shocked. I, I mean, thought it was like you, you hear plane show, and I'm thinking, yeah, planes are flying around, right? That's what I would think, and have a few on display on top of it. Yeah. So hey, oh, we're off. Yay! Damn it, we're off. Uh, we're off talk here, and, and we're off format. So I will uh, start off by saying this podcast is brought to you by Digital Federal Credit Union, DCU.org. Uh, log on to their website and find a branch near you. Uh, they are one of our partners, and we thank them for all their support. This also brought to you, and we'll explain why later, by the wonderful people of Lowell Chelmsford for last weekend and State Rep Thomas Golden. So we're going to plug that. We're going to give them credit for this one, too, because this was great. So we will talk to you why we are dedicating and also throwing them in as um, partners for this this one. So, all right, Chris, wrap it up, buddy. Throw them on. Do you want to start it again? No. Why? Because this is fun. National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-TALK. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Veterans can press 1. And just a reminder that it is 24-7, 365, conference services that provide support and connections to local resources for you. Mm. What's the other one? Is it 7? Or you could text TALK to 741-741. And then BLUE, and then HELP. If you text anything to seven four one seven four one, I'm sure come somebody. To you. Uh, yeah, see, like I said, we we're off format. We it's been a while. It's been a while when we're rusty. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah, so and then you can also dial Chris's three favorite numbers to get help. Nine one one. Yeah. Uh, so where have we been and what have we been doing? Well, let's see. We had this. We kept pushing and pushing this this small little fundraiser that we we're going to do the cornhole tournament. So we did that uh, real quick. How'd that go? That was fantastic. Great turnout. The weather um, was amazing. We kind of worried. Snafus, but we cover up a lot of stuff. Uh, we had some classic cars come. We had... Uh, some great touch of trucks. Yeah, we have. Uh, we had Jay come out and blow people's minds with magic. We had uh, the Labor's Union came out with their, their team, yeah. Strong Guys, 104 Local, out of Lowell. So many people, so many great sponsors, Just so many great partners. The raffles, the... Bruce and, Bruce and Stacy killed it from Wicked Cornhole. I mean, the tournament actually went. We started a little afternoon, and I had ended at 6, around 6. And there were like there was only four people left along with the staff, and they were playing to the end. And I'd never seen it before. They brought their own bags. Like, there was the, the people that won, there was a, a woman and a man who won, and they yeah. were probably, I'm going to say, like, 50s. Mid fifties, really? early yeah, mid fifties, and they had a backpack with like some monkey on it or something like some. I and I didn't really get it at first, and hmm. she had like four different types of bags, and she her the first game, she was trying different types of bags to see, like it was it was just so bizarre to see, the conditions of the of of how the bags are gonna land. It was it was just way too scientific for me. I'm thinking, backyard throwing them at either you or Matt. <laughs> <laughs> or Janice throwing him at you and Matt and just trying to get in the hole. But there's like this real scientific thing to it. So it lasted for a long time and it was a, a great turnout and everybody had fun. And like I said, we we had touch a truck with there. We had some of the touch truck. We had um was it my box? MI box. They yeah. came out, they brought a truck with a box. We had um Officer Dachara, Chuck Dachara, good friend uh, from Walton PD and on Nemlac, he brought uh the Bearcat out. And he was with another SWAT operator, and I don't know what his name was. I didn't get it. I was just running around like crazy. I'll be honest. I did talk to him for mm. a long period of time, but I complete. I yeah. mind is. Yeah, Pulse EMS sent out an ambulance. Yeah. Um, who else was there? Bill Ricka Fire was there for oh, a yeah. little bit. Yeah, Bill Ricka Fire. Bill Police Rick Department PD. with the Honor Guard. Yeah, the, the, uh, we had no military this year. I dropped the ball on that. I guess I, I didn't give them the six months and five-day 
heads up they needed in 13 hours. Um, so we had that. Uh, we had a couple of car, uh, classic cars. We had Carl uh, Monroe come out from Bill Ricca. Uh, he has probably the, the one of the sweetest, no offense, Dave, the, uh, one of the sweetest Camaros I've ever seen. It's got the thin blue line and the rally yeah. stripe. That was amazing. His father-in-law brought his Nova, Pro Street Nova. What else did we have? Maddie's Moon Bounce, three this year, three bounce houses. Yeah. So that kept the kids out of the parents' hair for a long time. All in all, it was oh, amazing. a fantastic event. And I we, mean, yeah, we, we raised, lucked out. We, we raised, raised how much? 30, over 30 grand. 30 grand. Over yeah. 30 grand. So and it was great. I mean, a lot of good, uh, a lot of good raffles. But we had two beer booze barrels this year again. Two of them, and then we had towers. Of oh beer. yeah, we had yeah we had we had pyramids of beer. Uh, yeah, it was good. If you weren't there, well, I'm sorry you missed it, but you'll always have next year. So after that, what did we have? Well, if oh. you weren't there also this year, mm. you know you can always go to our Facebook page and oh, revisit yeah. yep, on how true. much fun we had. And there's got to be a hundred and something pictures there. And plus, there's live feeds. And um, there's, I think it's you know, more than that. It yeah. Just we're still uploading pictures from that day. Yeah, um, yeah we had what well, we had live music. We had Eric Lamash, a, a former well, not former, uh, a prior guest to the show. He was on, and Eric is the VSO. He played. Uh, his first time ever in public played. And he did fantastic. And he did great. We had Butch Brazilian came out, and he played for a while. And Butch actually donated his time. He originally told us he wanted, you know, he gave us a significantly discounted rate. But then he was like, you know, this is just great, and I'm not taking any money from you. And he said, call me for anything else. And he was great. He played a lot of, like, Buffett type of stuff. Yeah. And then we had, uh, it was, I think his name was Alex. Oh, yeah, Alex. Um, he is a financial guy who DJs on the side. Um, we'll throw his uh, his stuff up on the website. He came in out of out of nowhere. Yeah, he sent uh, he sent a message to our Facebook page, just going, "Hey, listen, I saw that you guys have an event coming up and everything else, and um, I want to see what I can do to help. I know you were looking for a DJ and everything else." He was there bright and early in the morning, set up everything. He was going and he was playing music all day long. If there yep. wasn't live entertainment. Well, the funny thing was, is he had said to us, uh, he said, yeah, um, he told his wife, yeah, I'm going to DJ this. It's like a family day, whatever. And I'll be home at three. And it was going. And we were so busy, we didn't even realize he left. Yeah, I had no idea. No. And then he sent us a, le- late, uh, a message that night saying, sorry, I left. I didn't want to interrupt and stuff. But uh, but no, that was amazing. Um, we had the female younger Chris was there. Um, uh, Dakota, yes, Dakota. She <laughs> loves police. And know what I actually realized? Dude, she is, except for the fact she has more initiative of you and actually goes to the police departments than you did because you couldn't do it on a 10-speed. But <laughs> you, her mom drives her to the police stations all around the Commonwealth. She meets the police officer. She truly, it, it, it is what it is. She loves police. She feels that, you know, we're not getting the right, we'll do we are. And she's, you know, going and spreading messages of love. And she's a really good kid. And her mom's an amazing person for her trucker brother. all over. Her brother's in there. But, yeah, so I say that because she collects patches, and Chris has been collecting patches since he probably could walk. Because your uncle, right? Yes. Your yep. uncle was the, the person who got kind of yep. got you into that. So but. the real story behind that is how I got into patch collecting. Oh, I like patch stories. Was So my grandparents uh, lived in Salem. My mom grew up in Salem, a.k.a. Mm. Uh, the Witch City. Hey, time out. You know, we've never even asked Chris's story, so we're finally getting it. Unlucky number 13. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah. Sorry. So, uh... You know, they lived in Salem, and my brother and I would always go down and hang out with my grandparents. Well, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a parade called <coughs> the Emphysema Parade. Yeah, I'm like dying right now. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, early you had a hood on. <laughs> so yeah, so Salem, Massachusetts, is a very busy time of year in October. So we'll just throw in some filler while uh, oh, while he rests. It also okay, gainfully that... employs so many police departments from around the Commonwealth to go in and add do added security because do. millions of people truck to Salem during the holiday season. So, uh, so Halloween holiday season. All right, yes. go ahead, Chris. So there was always this uh, parade. It was called Heritage Day Parade. Uh, it was usually over the spring to summer. It was kind of the kickoff to you know the a tourist season in Salem. And uh, we ended up meeting a gentleman by the name of Paul Tucker. He's now a state representative for the city of Salem. Um, He was a police officer at the time. I believe he was a sergeant. And we became good friends with him. And next thing you know, there would be a cruiser outside my grandparents' house dropping off 
swag for us. And it was oh, T-shirts cool. and it was everything else. And it all happened with my brother walking up to him in the middle of the parade going, can I take a picture of you? <laughs> and that's literally how the friendship started with uh, Paul Tucker. And he worked his way up and um, I did my senior internship there. Uh, with the Salem Police Department. He was a captain of the in Criminal Investigations Division of Detectives. Oh, nice. Uh, so he was there, and then he became chief when I was still there, uh, interning, and, you know, very the rest cool. is history. So he gave me my very first patch. Nice. Not even the town I grew up in. I know. Shocking. And you interned there. And I Not even the there. town you, were, you grew Which, up in. But you know what? <laughs> at, at the same time, Salem's a very large city. Yeah, absolutely. Um town obviously i grew up in mm -hmm. is very small very small yeah. and it's very i can see everything whenever yeah. i want yeah you know i can come and go out of the town as i mm -hmm. please well, you know, the thing Where's too is salem i you know? tell people it, it, it's always well my my and don't take this as the gospel but i always said that it was easier for me to work in in the town that you know i worked the town you grew up because of the fact that i didn't grow up there and nobody really could say Hey, I remember when you did this. How can exactly. you do this to me? So there wasn't, you know, it wasn't any of that. And then, you know, but then eventually, you know, for me, it became kind of like my second family, but that whole town. But no, no, I, I get it. So, you, you know, know with, with Salem, I uh, ended up getting up early in the morning with my dad because my dad worked in Boston. Mm -hmm. He took the first train out of Lowell. So I would get up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning yeah. to be at my internship for nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'd ride into Boston with him. I'd walk around Boston, grab coffee, take a train out to Salem. And nice. then meet him right back in Boston to come right back home. Oh, that's cool. And uh, I will tell you, that was one of the, no, that was the best internship yeah. ever. Nice. And you know what? I had a blast. I did a lot of, uh, saw a lot of bank robbery cases and larcenies. Oh, that's right. When you were doing that, that was when they had that, uh, the South yeah. Shore crew was yep. robbing banks like crazy. Yeah, yeah. I remember because we had gotten hit a couple times from them. Exactly. Yeah, it was the White Impala that, uh, was it yep. Foxborough got? Yes. Yeah, all yes, right. Yes, yes. Ah, that was, so, a, yeah, that was a good yeah, one. I worked I one of those. I definitely uh, had a lot of fun, met a lot of people, yeah. and to this day, I'm very happy that I went to Salem. You know what? I knew the town enough. Yeah. I didn't know, like, where the good parts and the bad parts were. I just knew where... All the attractions were, you know, yeah. like the Friendship, the Salem Willows, and... What's the name of that popcorn place? Salem like, Willows. Ah, uh, yes. No, I, my uncle, Herb, who now passed away, um, Garcisol, he had a deli right next door to that place. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then they actually bought it from him and made it into a haunted house, which is now all year round, haunted house. Yeah, you give me that look like there's no way that this is possible, that, that it no, survives. No, I'm, gi I'm giving you that look that... I think you and I are thinking of two opposite, completely different things because there's no haunted house at the Salem Willows. All right, so I'm talking Pickering Wharf. Okay, yeah, no. Okay. not where Salem Willows slash Hobbs is. Okay, because there was a popcorn place right next there, door. There still is, and it's... <clears throat> I'll just I'll leave it at that. Oh, all right. So so you're not recommending this particular popcorn no, place? No, if, if you want popcorn, and you need, then you need to drive to Salem. You the, need to go to H.W. Hobbs's and get their popcorn. It is like crack. hit the bell, hit the bell, yeah. Because the place that was across the street from my uncle's, um, like I would work with him and clean whatever, and he would give me money. I'd go across the street, and they had like nowhere to lie, like forty different types of of uh, popcorn. It was amazing. Uh, yeah, I know where you're talking. That's yeah. it's called. Uh, I don't know. They've changed names about. What is called Popcorn times. Palace now? All right. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So all right. So yeah. Um, back to Dakota because we now we just finally got Chris's story. So, yeah, she was there with her mom. We presented her with her sponsorship board. She raised over $2,500 yeah. for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, she has such a great following, and she's such a good, genuinely good kid. Um, if you're on Facebook, check her out. Yeah. It's uh, She Loves Police. That's exactly the name of her page. Mm -hmm. yeah. Follow her. I mean, she has patches from all over the place. Yeah. She's in, I think, now four different countries. Are you kidding me? Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, that's pretty. That's impressive. Um, we're in four different counties <laughs> yeah I'm uh, so what else so we've got we did that we did um well why don't oh, you talk about God. the uh the event that you just did this weekend all right so uh, a couple weeks ago we were um uh, contacted by um state rep thomas tippa golden from lowell uh he was a great guy he's a fixture in lowell and i will tell you and i said it that that night the speech I mean, the the city is really behind him. He's such a great guy. He's a genuine guy. He actually, he goes and does work. Like, he's that guy. Like, he just doesn't, like, and he's not, like, that hide-and-seek, 
you know, politician. He's, I mean, he's he's on the ground. He's doing what he's doing. And I can understand a lot of people out of Lowell, politicians really, you know, are trying to make a difference for Lowell. And that's why Lowell is really up and coming and, and it's turned around so much. Um, so I said Tom could sell, do a fundraiser for crayons and he would raise a million dollars. Like, it's it's nuts, you know. Um, and, you know, it's not like um, education dig or anything. I'm just saying. But yeah, so he he did his final wink, wink. He said, "I just want to do five. And over the last five strolls he's done, he's raised over sixty grand. Uh, and so what it is, it's he opens it up to roughly about three hundred people. Uh, they do um, teams. We had, I think, we had ten teams of thirty-five this year. Uh, and then we go from restaurant to restaurant, to restaurant, and they're not all the same routes. Like we're not, you know, hopping and skipping over each other. There's probably, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say lowballing probably 10 restaurants and that's low i'm not even gonna lowball i'm gonna say 15 downtown lowell that people walk to uh we went to five and uh it was 20 bucks a person to get in we had 351 people um registered we there was 300 that day and then we had more people coming in and walking in oh wow uh, we had some high-end raffles that were donated to us um we had the uh, hannah and john burns who was actually Hannah is Matt, Captain Rowdy's sister. They live out in Colorado. They donated their Airbnb for a weekend up in uh, the White Mountains. We ended up getting lift ticket, uh, lift ticket passes to Cannon. Uh, we threw in a gift card to a restaurant in that town. So that was a raffle. Um, my sister, Chef Marcel, she's going to be on one of the shows. She want, finally agreed to come on one of the shows. Um, she's going to do a cooking class, private cooking class for four couples. That was raffled off. Uh, we acquired another Red Sox bat uh, that was signed by uh, some of the members of the 2018 World Championship Red Sox. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. Um, that was up for raffle. We had... Bruins tickets. Yeah, Bruins tickets, which were courtesy of... Uh, Lieutenant from Mass State Police. Yeah. Uh, so we raffled off. We had just five really good prizes. We're not going to announce it. We're going to let, uh, let Tippa uh, announce it. But once he announces it, then we will recap it for yeah. you. But I will tell you, I being in the Blue Shamrock at while the it was right around six o'clock, and Tip is just you know he's you know he's he's doing his thing, and that guy is a, a, an amazing master of ceremonies. And I was just talking to a friend of ours last night about how important masters of ceremony are, and he was so great to the point that we ran out of raffle tickets to sell. Um, People were matching. We had business owners matching. Um, you know, it, you know, I'll match a thousand bucks right now. They, uh, they were saying, and there was a couple of business owners, and they were from Chelmsford, um, and one of them, I believe, is a selectman. So, um, so that was Mr. Ken Lefebvre. He was. Uh, he had matched right off the bat. Said, "I'll match this much." Then uh, a person. The funny story: when I first got out of the army, I worked at Home Depot. I really didn't need a job. Um, and I met this guy named Gary Nolan. Gary was there. I hadn't seen him in forever. So then he does that. And then Jeff Thomas, good friend of Jeff Thomas, he does a money match one. So pretty soon people are just, you know, donating, donating, donating. And it, in a ve at first I was like, oh, they're just all here for Tippa. But as I walked around the room and I, I tried to make it a point to shake everybody's hand and thank them all for coming. Sure. I started to realize that more people were there because they didn't hear about us yet. They haven't. And we're still very young. I mean... But in Lowell, where we, we were founded and, you know, where we're based out of, it's still shocking that people don't know who we are. And when they started to hear it, which is great, because the people that know who we are, eventually some people are going to get bored or whatever and we'll lose interest. But that we have still a new young crowd coming in and, and young meaning is, is like the following. Um, once they started coming in, it was great. And then they were, you know, meeting people who work for the Department of Defense and they're like, do I qualify? I'm like, yeah, yeah, you qualify. Um then nurses and you know i was telling them yeah you guys qualify so as soon as they started hearing that there was more people and a lot of people saying oh this is amazing um oh luna taxi buddy right what about him? um so luna taxi's a it's a local uh, organization i forget what the guy's first name is because you know how good i am with names but his last name's luna donated free shuttle rides to anybody who couldn't drive home that night he literally had yeah absolutely like kudos he had taxis lined up in front of the shamrock and as you walk in the course because it was a, um an alcohol beverage you know event 
they would drive up and say, "Everybody, all right to walk?" And we'll bring you to the next stop. And dude, it was a it was it was amazing. Yeah, good for them. So good it was so well run. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, Mr. Myers from Patty's Pub, he was there. He did a big donation. So I mean, it was just it was amazing. It was great to actually get out, uh, enjoy ourselves, and we weren't really running around like chickens with our heads cut off yeah, sure. that day. The day before, you know, a couple of days before, you know, scrambling for for raffles, it was. But it was great, and it was great to interact and tell our story and, and, and explain to people why, you know, we do what we do. And we had a bunch of the Hidden Battles guys were there. I know you were in training, but, like, Matt was there and David Ball and Bridget and Janice oh, nice. and Danielle and yeah, I you know, like, I saw, everybody. I saw the uh, pictures on Facebook. I saw some of the live feeds. And Really? Wait, do we have a Facebook account? What is that? Is that... I believe it's uh, Facebook.com slash Hidden Battles Foundation. Oh, wow. That's... Or maybe even, like, on Instagram or something. We're probably you mean Instagram at there. Hidden Battles Foundation? Oh, yeah, that's the one there. Yeah. yeah. So... Or on Twitter at Hidden underscore Battles. Mm. Just saying. Yes, that's true. Um, but yeah, you know, definitely check it out. I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out to that event, uh, who have donated. If you haven't donated, there's still plenty of time to. Yeah. Um, I believe right on the our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. You can a go right to link it. Link to do it. Yeah. Um, but you know what? Thank you for all, everybody who came out, supported it, uh, supported the cause, whether it was providing rides or just donating your time in general. Even like the restaurants. I we are gonna get a list of all the restaurants that came up because I will tell you the ones that we went to we went to el portnos uh I, I always say it wrong so and everybody that listens to this and knows me will not take offense because they know that's what i do i mispronounce everything uh so they were the first place we went to and we got there and like i said it's my first um holiday stroll um and i didn't expect to sit down and have them give us margaritas and put them down in front of us and then start giving us food i thought i was just going to go in order a couple drinks and maybe grab an appetizer something no like legitimately Plates of quesadillas, places of chimichangas, oh, wow. plates, plates of nachos. Like it was, and it wasn't just like chips and salsa. These were like nacho nachos, and we're like, this is amazing. So then, we went from there. We went over to friends, um, and then they had some stuff. We went to the Worth, and they had some stuff. And then we went to one of my favorite places on the planet, Tremonte, Ooh, and Tremonte had yes. pizza out. <gasps> yeah. But, you know, we frequent that place because if you do follow me personally um, on Facebook or Instagram, you'll see that I'm actually at Tremonte's quite frequently. And, and the, one of the biggest thing was when I lived close there, we used to throw Craigie in the back of the little bike carrier thing and we'd ride our bikes over. Because it was, yeah, it was, we were there all the time. But their cheeseburger pizza, if you go into Tremonte's and order the cheeseburger pizza and you do not like it, I will give you triple your money back. But if you are one of those pineapple on pizza people and don't like it, well, you're on your own. Because you have horrible taste. so. But, yeah, so since we walked in and they recognized Leslie and I and, and, and some of the other people we were with, um, our normal um, server there, she's like, looks at me, and I'm like, cheeseburger pizza. And can you bring it to me? She said, sure. So then she brought us a cheeseburger pizza. We put it on the bar. And people who had never eaten there before was eating the cheeseburger pizza. And, like, um, Eric Lamash's wife, Mindy, she's like, cheeseburger pizza is the reason I come here. So... It was experiences like that that, you know, we'll be talking about forever because it yeah, was just such sure. a great time. That sounds like a blast. Yeah, but if you do, like I said, you go to the Hidden Battles page on Facebook, you'll see that there's a bunch of a bunch of good pictures, and you'll see just the atmosphere was just so much fun. If you look up the state rep Thomas Golden uh, Holiday Stroll webpage on Facebook or that Facebook page, if you Google that, you'll see the other people's pictures. 300 people, pictures, so many pictures, and so many people that – I was like, oh, I know that guy. I know that guy. So it was just, I mean, it was amazing. Awesome. And, and and he said today, this year was the final one, but I'll tell you, if he does another one next year, I'm just going to, we'll just do a team and go. Just Sounds enjoy ourselves. Me. I'm down. So, we'll segue right into uh, where you and I just came back from. Oh. So not too long ago, I don't know, episode nope. number seven? Seven, yeah. We, yeah, we, uh, now the big sigh wasn't because of, a bad experience of where we were. The big sigh was because I was in really bad shape. Yeah. Um, but and we'll go into that later. But so um, Jerry uh, Richardson uh, was on our podcast not too long ago. I he was a fill in for me when I was not around. Well, Cammy was. He oh, was Cammy. I'm sorry. Yes. He was the guest. Cammy mm -hmm. filled in his daughter, and um, they were from Dallas, Texas. Op Operation Valor. Yep. Op Valor. Yep. Uh, we got invited down Hidden Battles to go to their gala. Um, down at Dallas Love Field, definitely. And the Aviation Museum. That place was that was awesome, like ridiculous. 
I will say I did like the tuna tartar thing that they yeah had. that was that was amazing and I didn't it, I didn't realize they had all that steak we were in we're freaking Texas we were in Texas and we didn't even get steak we didn't even get steak but we did eat at multiple Mexican restaurants yes we did eat at you know some barbecue places mm-hmm. we had a little of everything yes um a little hot burn yes <laughs> so we left Boston. At, our flight was, what, 6.30 in the morning? Yeah, you might as well. Let's plug the transportation because that was amazing. Okay. So it's uh, called Transportation Network. Yep. His uh, his brother is a chief of police in Concord, mm-hmm. and uh, I reached out to Transportation Network, and they substantially discounted our you know what the thing is, Travel and we don't ask we don't ask for discounts and stuff like that because it's just you know what we have our hands out so much to raise money for our, that causes that when it's for us personally, and this wasn't even a personal trip; it was a business trip. It was but a business still, trip. But the thing is, like Chris had reached out because we like to you know scratch the backs of the people who have scratched our backs. Exactly. And so. So you know, I reached out to this uh, company and I, I wanted to just make a reservation because I didn't want to rely on you know family or whatever to drive us into Logan Airport, especially at four o'clock in the morning. Um, so I was like, eh, you know, you know, let's just reach out. I reached out and they're like, oh, is it a business trip or pleasure or, you know, whatever. And, you know, I didn't have to answer, but I was like, oh, you know, um, me and a coworker going down to Texas for a fundraiser, uh, our foundation, our nonprofit got invited down so the guy started talking to me his name was brian he's the owner of the company um and loved what we did and then told me his brother was the chief of police in concord yep. and got a nice discount from him so we do appreciate you know yeah absolutely that he didn't have to do that at all and uh i greatly appreciate everything Oop. he did there but we went down to uh dallas we left here it was uh i don't know 40 degrees yeah we got there it was 43 raining. degrees we got there <laughs> It was 43 degrees, <laughs> but then it warmed up significantly yeah, to like it 86. It was nice. Um, but then day two and three were 46. Yeah, overcast, raining, raining. Overcast, yeah. very cold. And then, of course, the last day we're leaving, it's 79. Yeah. Then we came home to rainy. 30. 30. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, we, so we had a black cloud falls around. And, and, and it stinks because there was a lot of stuff that we wanted to do. We actually went to, through Deep Ellum, one of my favorite parts of Dallas, because it's just so eclectic. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we did some great people watching and stuff like that. But at the time, I was passing kidney stones, which, let me tell you something, people. If you can actually order on Amazon a kidney stone kit to pass kidney stones or even just experience it, like, I'm going to get this kidney stone kit and just try to have a kidney stone and pass it to see what it feels like, I would strongly recommend not doing that. Um, it was probably the worst, like, it was, no, it wasn't probably, it was the worst pain I've ever had in my life. So three times in and out of the ER, the weekend before we go to Dallas, and then Wednesday night we got to Dallas, and lucky I brought everything with me and my pain meds and everything else because I, I'm surprised I'm still here because of everything I ate. But at one point, Chris thought I was dead. <laughs> yeah. Until I moaned and was like, ah. But, yeah, no, so it was just that portion of it that, that really kind of sucked. But still, but we had we had some good times. And, and seeing Jerry, you know, and Teresa's wife is always awesome. Yeah, um, exactly. There we, was some cool raffles there. Yeah, we, yeah, which, so I was telling this story. Remember I saw the Glock and I was like, oh, I'm like, I could put $1,000 down on that. Yeah. And, and Leslie will kill me if I can get this Glock, but I can get it, you know, $1,000. That gun's worth $1,000 all day long. Yeah, it sold for like nineteen grand. So my $1,000 was like an insult. Um, but, yeah, they had a rifle that was uh, made by an armament company. The that table we sat at oh, had okay. Jerry Richardson, mm-hmm. his wife. Yeah. We had Mrs. United States yeah. with her husband. Mm-hmm. We had two other people that I didn't really talk to and I didn't know. Yep. All I knew was the guy's name was Barry. Yeah. And then the lady who sat next to me, she was a city councilwoman from a small little town in Dallas. Yeah. And uh, her boyfriend was the owner of a rifle company. Yeah, who actually just got the defense contract to build the sniper rifles for the Navy SEALs and the Marines. And he generously enough donated a $13,000 rifle that went for well over $13,000. And then said, you know what, I got another one. We'll throw another one in. And that one went 
uh, I think it was just about 10. No, no, it, no, it went over. Did it? Yeah. Oh, one, I, I want to say one was around 16. I think I was busy stuffing my face at that point again. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they had some crazy ones. They had an amazing guy. Uh, their keynote speaker was um, Tom Shea, retired Navy SEAL who writes a book and has an awesome podcast, which I just started listening to. I believe it's it, called Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah, which is his book. And then and it's I also, do have a signed copy of it. Very, oh, you won that, right? I won that. Oh, you lucky bastard. So guess who's probably going to come on this podcast? Tom Shea. Yes. Because I did message him on Facebook. I did too, and he said anything he can do to help us. Exactly. Um, so then we also met probably one of the craziest loopy bastards I've ever met in my life, who actually makes Matt look kind of normal. Oh, yes. Earl Granville. So yes. for everybody in Boston who doesn't know who Earl is, because in the veteran community, Earl is a superstar. He's a rock star. He's crazy. He's he's that guy. Uh, he runs with Operation Enduring Warrior. Um, and... Earl is the veteran who carried his trainer over the finish line of the Boston Marathon. But what everybody doesn't understand is Earl is an amputee from the knee down on left leg. So what he did was as he was going to cross the, the finish line, he actually threw his trainer over his shoulder and carried her with him. Now, Earl is not – somebody else did it too, but Earl yes. is the innovator. He did it. Earl's about 5'10", five, 5'8". Five, he was shorter than me. Yeah, I'm so he's about ten. my he's about my height, um, and he uh, you're only five ten. Mm-hmm. That's bull crap. I'm five eight, and you're like fifteen <laughs> feet taller than me, leaf eater. Um, so Earl's about my height. He's probably two, one eighty, two hundred pounds. Yeah. But then there was another guy who did it too, okay. and that guy was a beast. And that guy was like six four and threw his girlfriend over his shoulder, and it was like no big deal. But but Earl's the original, and we met him, and to hear him speak publicly is like giving Captain Rowdy a microphone and saying, here, speak to these people and tell them your story. Because by the end of his speaking um, engagement, he had dress pants, a T-shirt, uh, I think maybe a shoe on. Yep. Um, he was dropping F-bombs like crazy. Cause it and, was Just keep in mind, it was an open bar that night. Yeah. And, and, and he was we being, were already there for well over four yeah. hours. But now keep in mind, too, Good for him for being absolutely legitimate to who he is. Yep, exactly. You know? um, and the thing is, what's great is he talked the language of, of his people. Of his you people. Know? So yeah, that, that's that's that is that's the indigenous language of the veteran. So, and then at one point, where'd the cinder block and chain come from? He pulled out Sally the cinder block, which the backstory on that is, and we're actually going to get him on the on the podcast. Yep. So you'll have to wait for that to to happen. Um, but yeah, so we'll have him on the podcast because he agreed to come on the podcast, and we're and we're our podcast is getting better. We're getting more technical, not us personally, but the equipment's getting more <laughs> technical. So um, so that'll that'll happen. But uh, like I said, Op Valor, we are actually training a team, and if you're listening and you want to be a part of our team and you want to fly down to Dallas and do the star the Spartan Beast, which also runs at the same time as the. Uh, the Fallen Heroes Memorial Fund um, run. So you do 15 miles, 36 obstacles, and it doesn't matter how long you take it, but when you finish, you finish at the um, resting site. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even know how to say but Not political. It's It was the murder site of Chris Kyle and, and Chad Littlefield. So that's where the, it ends for that. Okay. So... Um, and you get a medal. You get a medal for the Spartan race, and you get a medal for the Fallen Heroes uh, race for Op Valor. First off, that sounds absolutely horrific. <laughs> but so inviting. <laughs> I think, like uh, other things. I, I don't know why we're still doing the podcast. I think I need to start training today. <laughs> it's almost a year away. So luckily, we've actually recruited the wonderful Ball family, um, David and his wife, Bridget, are going to start training us. Bridge is a personal oh, trainer, and David's a madman. So um, David will actually also be on the podcast soon. David does triathlons. He does races. He actually ran the deal. Dan Healy, Lieutenant yep. Dan Healy, race for us yesterday. Uh, Lieutenant Dan Healy was, um, he had died in Operation Red Wings. Uh, he was in the helicopter that was shot down. He was from Exeter, New Hampshire, right up the street from us. So him and his wife ran that yesterday. So, we uh so he's gonna be on. He's gonna talk about his stuff. Um, we purchased kayaks for him and his yeah. wife because he swims a 10k 
uh, Memorial, which is, I think we might have mentioned it before. It's a swim with the something or other. Swim with the mission? Yeah, that's the, I think that's the one. Is that the one we mentioned? I don't know. And you if you actually. Up in Newfound Lake in New Hampshire? Yeah, it happens up there, I think. Something like some Navy SEAL demonstration that you know, benefits they, the Navy SEAL Museum down at Clearwater. Wait, Mall. you mean where they jump out of the helicopters? Yeah. And, that, like, dive into the water and, like, jump off canine, of a moving boat? Bad, yeah, Baden K-9 does a demonstration. You know, Oz I was heard there. so much about that. Yeah, and, I, I heard it's a good take. You know, <laughs> if, so, you, if you can't tell, we're being a little sarcastic. Oh, the sarcasm. we have oh. <laughs> been to this event, and if you haven't gone, you need to go. It's well worth it. No word of a lie. It is one of the highlights of my year. Absolutely. Like, ridiculous. It is, it's amazing to actually see. And we are so off all over the place. But that's what makes it good because we're not boring. And if we are, then just change it and listen to Joe Rogan. But, um, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, that that's a great event. And like I said, everything we do is so really people understand and interact with you know, veterans and, exactly. and first responders. And, and and that is a huge event for both veterans and first responders because the Navy SEALs are there. And who doesn't like those dudes? Those dudes just killed that uh, Ollie, whatever the hell his friggin' stupid name was. Don't don't even say it because it doesn't, it doesn't you know, warrant it. But that, uh, that ISIS yeah. terrorist bastard, those yeah. Navy SEALs went and killed him. They killed bin Laden and, and yay. So meet those guys. Meet the dogs that, and service dogs at the U. Meet Oz. Um, Mark, um, guys. and their dogs are nice too. Like their dogs will come up to you and just like look at you, going, "So you gonna pet me on the head, or what are you gonna do?" Yeah, and you're like, uh, "Can I even touch that?" Oh my god, yeah, it's amazing. And they're yeah, they're they're actual working. They're multi-purpose canines. Um, so yeah, that's what MPC stands for, by the way. Oh, I didn't know. Multi- that. Yeah, when you see it on the side of it, you know. Huh. So yeah, multi-purpose canine. Oh, good to know. Yeah. So um. So, yeah, but you see, like, other people have, like, service animals that say do not pet and stuff. Oh, no, these things will fly out of a helicopter and, and bite you at 60 miles per hour. Um, or roll out of a boat. Yeah, or roll out of a boat. That's and and, you, can, and you can pet them. Oh, and let's jump back to, um, to what's it called? Uh, the Cornhole Tournament. I got bit by a dog in a, in a dog suit. Yes, you did. Oh, my God. So, um, Dylan... Is that the dog's name, Dylan? No. What's the dog's name? Ouch, I think his name was. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, the new dog. Sheriff Siemens' new dog. Officer Siemens' new dog, Mike Siemens. I think it's Dylan. Is it? Yeah, if, I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But all I know is that dog hit like a freight train and hit me mid-stride and took me down. And I fell down in, I guess, Ray Allen's suits for dog biting. Not made for husky gentlemen like myself. <laughs> so when I fell, I, I really felt like somebody had just like taken a board and smashed me in the body <laughs> um, because the dog bite really didn't hurt. It was just the force that the thing knocked me down. So for all those guys that you see running around and the dog's biting them and stuff, I, I'm going to drink to you later because that, that was very painful. But yeah, so. And then we had Polly. Yeah, Polly. Yeah, down. Polly Lewis, officer. No. Where? Where police officer. Yeah, who uh, was shot during a domestic situation. Yep, he came down, which was great. Finally, nice to meet him. We've been friends for a few years, and we've <laughs> never met him. So. We've never met him. Um, so, and that's so. the thing with starting with this organization. We've met tons of people virtually, not locally, or, you know, and personally. So, which is, that's really what the world is That's why we like anyway. to get out. Yeah, exactly. You know, shake hands, kiss yep. babies. So, um, yeah, but so, all right, so Dallas, last weekend. Now, what do we have in the future? Well, so let's see. Well, we just finished a movie night for Abominable. Yeah, which was actually a really good movie. Which was a great movie. Yeah. Um, it was up at Chunky Cinema up in Nashua. Yep. And we do have, uh, I believe it's Frozen 2. Yes. Coming out in uh, December that we are going to be going. But um, apparently Disney didn't take their own advice, and they did not let it go because it keeps going. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know... We'll come up with another theme to song or something. But well, uh, I just I just hope that Olaf's in it because that was really the only reason I watched the first one. <laughs> but you also have a young kid, so that's also the other reason. Oh yeah, yeah, that was one. yeah, that's the other reason too, right? Wink, um, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we did the movie night with Abominable. Um, we are starting our ornament drive. Yeah. So if anyone has extra ornaments lying around, or if anyone, you know wants to donate an ornament to us you can actually amazon send it exactly so if you do want to amazon send it you can send it to get your pen i'll wait 
Oh, 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 no, what? Hit pause. Just hit pause. It'll save you from us doing this horrible music. All right, so listen. You can send it to Hidden Battles Care of Greater Lowell Community Foundation, 100 Merrimack Street, Suite 202, Lowell, Massachusetts, 01852. So I don't have to repeat it because you can just actually rewind it. I hate about the book, like constantly remember that this isn't live. So exactly. Um, but yeah, so we take the drive, and those drives are actually going to go to two events. We have the Festival of Trees in Pelham, New Hampshire. We're going to do three trees. We're going to do a, um, a military, a police, and a fire tree. Yeah. And then we're going to also do the one for Patty Mason in Westford, which is. The Festival of Trees. Festival I think. of Trees <laughs> as well at so, the Neshoba. Uh, no, at, I'm sorry. At we at the Western West Regency, Regency. At the Regency uh, under new management. Um, so, and uh, oh, ownership. Sorry, but yeah, and so we're gonna do a just a, a, a American Heroes theme for that one. Exactly. So we will take red, white, blue, green, gold, and silver. Or if you don't have any of those, give us whatever. Yeah. If you have like an ornament that has policeman on it or says thank you stars red I, white and blue i will flag. tell you the best ones that come are the ones that the kids make yes when we did last year's uh drive um and i believe we did it for the grinch yeah. um we had uh the prowling feeling they have uh, a couple boys and they actually brought some homemade ones which were really cool to, and and you know what and people like to see that stuff i mean exactly. anybody can throw five dollars at to walmart and get a really cool one but it's you know it's the thought and care that goes into it but, yeah, so we have that coming up. So we up. have the ornament drive. Uh, we do have the, obviously, as Scott said, the Festival of Trees that those are going to be used for. We have uh, the Shuley Foundation. Yep, the Shuley Foundation. We were chosen. a hockey tournament yep. coming up this upcoming weekend. Yep, but it's going to be in Cambridge. It's going to be three days of hockey. Um, it's invite-only teams. Um, so uh, they, they touch five different um avenues and they've told us for the mental health avenue so um so what's going to happen is friday night they have the open it's from six to nine then after they're going to have um like some drinks at a local restaurant where the team's going to come in they're going to talk and uh then saturday uh they have two times um i know i believe it's going to be one no sorry ten to one I'm, I'm, I'm trying I think, to I think so. All right, 10 to 1. But and honestly, you one. can look up the Shuley Foundation um, online and on the Facebook. Right there. The schedule's yep. right there. We, I believe we have the schedule as well as on our Facebook page. Yeah. And it's S-H-U-L-E-Y, Shuley Foundation. And she is a wonderful individual. Um, and she recently, what well, she moved, her backstory, she had moved to New England, uh, kind of fell in love with hockey, started her own pickup league on Wednesday nights, eventually turned it into the Shuley Fund. And they've been raising money for such organizations as Neely House. Um, and if you're not from New England and don't know who, well, actually, if you if you don't know who uh, Cam Neely is, then you you don't even belong listening to us. It's just as <laughs> simple. So yeah, so for the Neely Fund, um, a whole bunch of uh, different organizations. So so we have that this weekend coming up. Uh, what else do we have coming up? This is actually a long one. This is 44 minutes at this point. All right. So. Um what else we have coming up? Uh, I think that's I think that's really it as far as coming as things that are coming up. So Just keep in mind that all the money that we do fundraise and get donated to us by our partners, our sponsorships, mm -hmm. um, all the donations that we receive, it goes directly back into the program. So just I hope everybody realizes that that you know Scott, myself, anyone else on the board, nobody takes a check out of this. And Scott and I joke all the time and say that if anything we lose money doing what we yeah, do. Yeah, this well we we love it. You know what? It, it's it's my gambling in a sense. You know, this is what costs me money and I enjoy doing what I do and you know. But at the same time, you know, you're not losing it to the Commonwealth. You're losing it to Good a things. amazing cause. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm giving my money to things I believe in. Um so yeah, we have that. But things to look out for. We have coming up. We have we're going to start a 6 week um, art program uh, for our uh, demograph we are actually going to be starting a pottery uh, class yeah. too the pottery class is not going to be uh, we're suggesting the six-week class for painting because you're going to learn different techniques throughout the yeah. six weeks the pottery class is not going to be that way you can come one week and just do one class and then you know but if you come significantly more you're going to learn more techniques as it exactly. goes along 
So we have that. The yoga is also that. We have the kayaking program. It is going to kick off. We found a vendor. Yay! And I will tell you who that vendor is when I have it written. Um, I know who it is. It's just until we have it in, in stone, written down someplace yep. that it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um, couples cooking class. Couples up. cooking class is still coming up. I think it's toward Germany, Oktoberfest. Yes. And this was requested. It was. So it wasn't I like. I believe it's sold out already. It is sold out. Sold out. They all sell out quick. So yes, it's honestly like you need to send us messages saying, hey, is it possible to get in on the next one? Because it just, it goes really quick. Um, what other classes do we have? We still have yoga Tuesday nights at the Y. Um, we still, we're going to try to pick this back up biweekly. There's been so much going on. We thought we were going to have a lull where we'd be able to do these more. But just just be prepared. There are going to be people of interest on yes. who aren't just so, going to be us. You so. know, the, we'll consider this one our recap of from everything from our last podcast, which was, I don't even know the date of it, but uh, obviously with the huge fundraiser that we had going on and all the other events, this is kind of just a quick recap for you on everything that we typically would talk about. Yeah. And it's kind of a feel-good thing. We're not going to bring everyone down. I just want to leave people with one statistic, though. Uh, and then touch upon some stuff that we'll talk about on a future podcast, uh, specifically with NYPD Chicago. Um, they're having some issues. However, year to date, so today is November 4th, Monday, November 4th, when we're recording this. Year to date, there have been 192 law enforcement suicides. Yeah, just law enforcement. Just law enforcement. Yep. And... This time last year, there were 138. Mm-hmm. Yeah, last no. To put that in perspective, is last year's um, line of duty death to suicide death. It was still suicide had them by I think 13, 12 13. or 13, right? This but, year we're well over. Well, yeah, significantly over. And one of them, one interview that we had, Chris had played for me earlier, was for Chicago. And quote unquote, the officers are doing because they don't feel that they're supported and that they're constantly under the microscope. So think of Chicago. How many murder? Uh, how many murders and shootings a weekend? Forties, fifties, and those police double, officers—they're double yeah. digits. Yeah. So so think of that trauma, and and that's not going anywhere if nobody's getting help. So we do stress it's uh, it's not weak to get help. If we, like I said, if we're talking to Navy SEALs and we're talking to special operators and these these guys are like the, the Rambos of the world, um, and they're getting help, then do you're not a you're not a, a sissy or a pussy or anything for going to get help. I I highly recommend it. I, I did it. I will say so. one of the agencies I work for has uh, started a conversation. Nice. Um, it's a working group currently, so the town manager keeps on seeing all the things in the news. He doesn't want to lose any of his guys. That guy is awesome. And he was the I assistant town yes. manager where I worked. Yes. Yeah. And I will say he, you know, it's you can generally tell that he cares. It's not a political thing for him. You can generally see that he cares. So we started a working group uh, to figure out suicide prevention and whatnot for law enforcement, the firefighters, the dispatchers that work for his town. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people that came out to that working group specifically command staff was unbelievable everybody from the police command staff everybody from the fire command staff with the exception of one person because they were actually on a call at that point was there it was unbelievable that's amazing and it seems that it's getting better because a year ago we went to a local fire station for a town-wide um you know first responders town-wide employee um event and it was only the fire side Yep. That was it. Nobody else came. And then that was kind of disappointing. So, and since then, we've talked to a couple of different fire departments where no police. But it's nice to see that now it's the evolution is coming exactly. around where exactly. guys are realizing that it's all right to get talked. But we're still, in a, we're still in Massachusetts where, you know, it. we worried about that fit for duty. And that Ashland case right now. Hopkins. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Sorry, Ashland. Um, Hoppington case. I still don't know what the outcome of that was, but uh, that's still pending. But that's still court, that's court. huge. That's that's the bookmark of why, you know, guys aren't doing it. Exactly. I believe so. And you know, um, I'll just leave this with you. So obviously, you can 
if you want somebody to talk to and whatnot, you can always reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline again. That's 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-TALK. As I said, it's 24-7 confidential service that provides support and you know connections to all the local resources. Um, you can text the 741741. Um, or, you know, if you're in dire crisis, call 911. You know, we're always there to listen. I will say that uh, this past weekend when I was working, um, I ended up taking one of those calls. And it was somebody who was actually in dire crisis. So yeah. knowing that we were able to find that lo- that individual and get them help uh, was a good feeling. So that was that was awesome. But... And also, any word on that uh, on that Utah number coming up? It's still in the works because they're trying to make a three-digit number. Mm-hmm. So obviously, nine one one is for emergencies. You have four one one for information. Eight one one. Eight one one for dig safe. Yep. So they're trying to figure something out that is similar to that, but that well, one isn't an area code. Exactly. So good luck there, and something easy enough to remember. Exactly. So. So nine one one, just remember that one. That would work for you. Yeah, nine one one, and they'll be. You know, I'll tell you, the nine one one operators are more than happy to. They're good at talking to everybody. They're good at listening. Yeah. Um, they'll get you the help that you need, and yeah. you know. I agree. They'll connect you to whatever, but up in the up in coming weeks, uh, we'll have some other podcasts coming on. Hopefully, uh, we'll have some good. Yeah, we're trying to two weeks. Yeah, we're trying to get some authors that are veterans. Uh, that are actually doing stuff for the cause. We're trying to get some. Laser, we got some. We have some really good people lined up, and they'll yep. be coming. So stay tuned. And if you are not sleeping, or if you finally made it to work, then uh, thanks for listening. As always, um, Chris already said uh, our goodbyes. So thanks, everybody. Take care, and we'll talk to you next time. Yep. Bye bye.